Episode 31, The Rhythm Show. How do I keep my podcast workflow balanced and in rhythm? Well, you are listening to episode number 31 of Mike Murphy Unplugged. Learn, create, move forward. I'm your host, Mike Murphy. I'm a one-man band and a technology junkie. I love helping people figure things out. And I'm really excited to be here with you today. The goal of Mike Murphy Unplugged is to help you learn what you need to know more in order to create online content so you can move forward in business and in life. And in this episode number 31, I'm going to continue down the path of self-awareness and tackle the topic of finding your rhythm or balance in podcasting, business, and in life. I have a few reasons that I think are major contributors of stress and burnout in podcasting, and I'm going to share my techniques and ways that I use to keep a good rhythm and make me in control of the podcast and not the other way around. And as always, let's start the show with a question of the week from Ask Mike Anything. For those of you just tuning into the show for the first time, Ask Mike Anything. It's your chance to ask me what you want to know more about. Where are you struggling in your online business? Just head on over to MikeMurphy.co. Leave me a question and I will answer it in a future episode. Today's Ask Mike Anything. How do I submit my brand new podcast to iTunes? Just to be clear, the question is how to submit the launch episode or episode number 00 or number one to the iTunes directory. You only have to do this once. So this is a good thing. Here we go. The first thing you need to do, create your RSS feed from your, from PowerPress or Libsyn or wherever your media host is. Okay. You're going to copy that feed to your clipboard, command C. Then you're going to log into a to the brand new podcastconnect.com that I talked about in episodes 30's Ask Mike Anything. You're going to do so using your Apple ID. And just a side tip, if you forget the URL, the podcastconnect.com web address, there is a link on the front page of iTunes that says submit a podcast that will redirect you there. So don't worry. If you have other podcasts in the portal, you're going to see a little plus sign in the upper left corner. If not, if this is the first time ever, which it probably is, there's going to be an empty field when you log into the Podcast Connect that you just paste, Command V, and then you hit the submit. Apple's going to validate the feed for any errors and then let you know that your podcast has been submitted for review and you will be notified when it goes live. It's out of your control at this point. It's as easy as that. My podcast took about 24 hours to go live in the old system, but some folks are, re- are recently have been reporting that it's going through Podcast Connect has only taken a couple hours. So you never know. My advice, give yourself a day or two before you you know want to launch, before your launch date. And if it goes live early, just hold off for, you know, for a little bit until you're ready to announce it to the world. And as soon as it goes live, be sure to stop, soak it all in and congratulate yourself. This was a really cool feeling for me. I was really proud of myself at this point. Anyways, episode number 31. This is where we prevent pod fading by streamlining our podcast workflow to achieve balance and rhythm. Very important. And first of all, I want to start off by saying that I am a work in progress. So by no means am I in perfect sync. But I am trying and that is all I want you to take away from this episode. I'm not a self-help guru, and I am not a huge fan of the term work-life balance, but I am a fan of reducing stress and making things in life more enjoyable. 
You started a podcast or your business for good reasons, probably. Don't you want to enjoy it? I know I do. You may work full-time like me. You might have kids and pets and all sorts of responsibilities that I don't have. This does not matter. What does matter is that if you are serious about your podcast and online journey, you need to prioritize and be more efficient with your time and your efforts or you're going to burn out. But don't worry. I'm going to help you realize that it's not as hard as it may seem. My way will not be your way, but hopefully by seeing the way that I approach podcasting and content creation, you can make adjustments to your processes and start to find your rhythm and balance. Before long, it just becomes like a natural part of your life rather than something that causes stress. Episode 25, for those of you new to the show, was all about pod fading, which is a term used to describe when podcasters slowly start to miss episodes until they eventually stop. If you cannot find some type of balance or rhythm, pod fading or pod no more will likely only be a matter of time. Here's the deal. Podcasting seems really easy at first. I mean, how hard can it possibly be to talk into a microphone for 20 minutes once a week? Not hard at all. Except, as we all know, it's a lot more than that. In episode number 10, The Production Show, I break down exactly how long it took me from start to finish. And I can tell you, though, from episode 10 till now, episode 31, my process is getting way more streamlined. It's still not easy. It's still a ton of work, but way more efficient. Okay, what causes the imbalance or stress in podcasting? Based on all the conversations and all the stuff I read online with folks, here are some of the big culprits. It is very difficult to make money directly from podcasting, so the hard work just may not seem worth it after a while. Number two, it's not easy to build a large audience of listeners. So podcasting can feel awful lonely, and you might question, what is the point? Is there anyone listening? Number three, it can be technically challenging for many to learn about the microphones and levels and compressions and gain staging, then add in Skype recording with guests and mix minuses. Technical overwhelm troubles many new podcasters and veterans for that matter. Number four, imposter syndrome. I've talked a lot about this. There are so many people doing exactly what you're doing. They all seem to be more successful. They all have better sounding podcasts. They're all over social media, super popular. So who am I to have a similar show? And all this hard work might all be for nothing. Number five, I seem to be working on my podcast 24-7. And as soon as I finish one episode, I have to start on the next show. Will this ever end? I feel like it is taking over my life. Believe me, I've had some of these thoughts and rhythm is not going to magically make them go away, what we're talking about today. But you have to do what you can to make the process work into your everyday life and it is not something you can do overnight. So be patient. What solutions are working for me? Here are the five ways I try to stay in rhythm and future-proof myself for the long haul. I do not always do what I should. I know this is not easy and only you can make it work to what works for you. Number one, understand why and see the big picture. Episode 22, all about my why, which I said, I believe my purpose in starting a podcast is simply to teach and inspire people to do great things by sharing my technical knowledge and unique perspective. 
you might not know your why yet. And I certainly didn't know mine, you know, a few months ago, and it is still evolving. But I do know that succeeding as a podcaster, teacher, creator, and making a dent in the universe is something that motivates me. It is worth the effort to do it well and do it right for me. The big picture I see for myself is being able to make a living from anywhere in the world doing exactly what I love. Not impossible, but it's going to be really hard. Well worth the effort to make this goal fit into my life rather than taking the easy way out. Everyone has different reasons and it is okay if you have selfish reasons such as making money or just to get better, feel better about yourself. Or maybe you thought it would be cool to have your own radio show. The why is yours and you do not need any acceptance or approval from me or anyone online. But it has to be genuine or you are fooling yourself and this is going to eat at you until you either quit or you, you know, own up to your why and create the show that is real. Number two, schedule and prioritize. This, in my opinion, is the key to everything. I understand your resistance to putting things on the calendar better than anyone. It is not my thing either. Remember, I'm the organized guy who hates to-do lists and journaling and planning, but keeping a schedule is everything in podcasting and content creating. Figure out Figure out the times where the house is quiet or the kids are at school. You have time off from work and block it off on the schedule. Treat it like any other appointment or job. I can't tell you how how much this works. For me, Fridays are dedicated to podcasting. I release new episodes on Friday mornings at 6 a.m. And I also have the following episode done by 5 p.m. on the same day. With the exception of the newsletter and some of the little show notes you know, formatting, but for the most part, I'm done on the same day that I release on Friday. And remember Parkinson's law that I've talked about a few times. Each task is going to expand to the time you give it. So schedule small blocks to get stuff done and stick to it. If you gave yourself the entire week without putting things on the schedule, guess what? It's going to linger for the whole week. Block off four or six hours, however long you think it's going to take you, and you will get it done in that time frame. I promise. Before you know it, making your podcast will be just like any other habit or routine that you have. You are training yourself to get stuff done. Okay, number three, be more self-aware. I know I sound like a broken record with this stuff, but the more you understand what you're good at and your weaknesses, the better you are going to be at this whole game, I promise you. I have invested a ton of time and effort and very little money into learning what I'm good at, and I can't tell you how much of a difference it's made to my workflow. You just start to trust yourself more and gain confidence in the decisions you make, and this enables me to just keep prodding along forward. I'm not questioning myself. Pay more attention to yourself and less attention to the endless streams of advice you hear online, and even from me if I contradict what works for you. You know you better than anyone, and when you believe this, it just clicks. That is what we are striving for. If something is really hard for you, or you're just not good at it and you cannot get it, consider outsourcing it or asking for help if you just can't do it. Don't let one task bring down the entire show. Know thyself and adjust. Okay, number four, prep and writing. Prepare. Failing to plan is planning to fail, as I say. I cannot stress the importance of writing out your show, whether it just be detailed outline notes or a full-blown script. This is going to save you so much time if you take this effort. It's going to make the show better also. 
So find your style, but make time to prepare before showtime. Here's my process. I spend the entire week curating content from sites like Medium and Nuzzle and Feedly and just, you know, various newsletters that I get. So by the time the script comes, I am mentally prepared and I have a really good idea what I want the show to be about. Preparation can come in many different varieties, but I don't like to do anything last minute. So by gathering my thoughts and reading the articles all week, I am preparing without the stress. This is my rhythm. I'm not even thinking about it. It hardly feels like work because I'm enjoying the material so much. For me, writing detailed script takes center stage in my workflow, and that is the area where I work the hardest to fine tune and streamline. The better and faster I get at script writing, the easier my process becomes, and it's the sum of all parts that we are striving for in this whole process. Writing scripts helps me become a better podcaster, teacher, authority in my space. It also saves me a ton of time in production. By the time I hit record, I know the material inside and out, so I can record my 18-minute show and have it edited in about an hour, I would say, when I'm on my game. It's to the point where once I write the last sentence of my script, I breathe a sigh of relief as I know it's downhill from here. It's counterintuitive, but I'm telling you, preparing and writing out things really works. You don't have to write a full script, but you do have to know what you're talking about in advance. This was not like this for me in episode one or two or three or four, but I am constantly tweaking and modifying and noticing what is working and what is not. Find the process or the step that is slowing you down or causing the bottleneck in your workflow. And if you're unable to outsource it or can't afford to do it or just Don't stop working until you make that part work or be more efficient at it. Writing the script, I can tell you, is not fun for me. I don't really look forward to it, but rather than complain or quit or quit the show, I try to fix it and find ways to be better at it. That's all I'm asking here. Okay, number five, study and practice. I'm not going to preach here, but podcasting is like any other skill, craft, or profession. You only get out of it what you put into it, and you really have to go the extra mile and learn the ins and outs of podcasting if you want to create a quality show and stay in it for the long haul. Podcasting may only be your hobby, but if you want people to listen and enjoy your show, you have to show them that you care enough to study, practice, and get better. At first, it seems impossible, and you're thinking, there is no way I'm going to understand what a mix minus is, or how to edit audio, and what's the difference between a condenser and a microphone. My head's spinning. Just remember, though, all new things are difficult and confusing, but you need to do all you can do to learn and learn the stuff inside and out so that it becomes second nature to you. Looking back at episode number one, I didn't know much about audition. I didn't have good mic technique and all the things that new podcasters deal with. But I do now, after 31 episodes of working really hard, all learning and practicing is doing is giving you complete control over the process so you have confidence and understanding of what you're doing. My workflow and productivity process are mine. I don't expect them to work for most of you, but... Because I like to fix things, I am always trying to make what I do more efficient and easier because that raises the level of quality of my podcast and makes it more enjoyable for me. Podcasting is always going to be a lot of work, but so is everything that's worth doing. 
Cliff Ravenscraft, the podcast answer man, has a great quote that he keeps using on Snapchat. It says, I don't need easy, I just need worth it. For me, podcasting is absolutely worth it. And if it is for you too, then understand that hard work and never-ending to-do lists, they don't go away. But mastering the workflow puts you in control and not the other way around. Although podcasting may seem really hard or complicated, or you are overwhelmed with juggling and work and family, and you know it's a big hobby that you do for free, if it is something meaningful to you or it is a platform that is going to help you gain financial rewards or success, all I ask is that you take a step back, see where you're getting hung up, and make the adjustments until you know that show notes only take you 20 minutes and recording and editing takes two hours. I do that on Saturday morning while the kids are sleeping. Plan it out. Understand why you are doing this and remind yourself every once in a while. Schedule and prioritize everything, even the fun stuff. Invest in understanding yourself and be you. Prepare and write. Quality matters. And finally, do the work. Even if you are not as routine and structured as me, if you find your rhythm and balance, the quality of your podcast will start to improve and you will free up time to write more blog posts or make classes and videos or whatever goals you have. We all have rhythm and there is nothing better when you find it. And as always, I thank you for taking the time out of your day to listen to this podcast. If you have a question for Ask Mike Anything, head on over to MikeMurphy.co. Leave me a voicemail or fill out the Ask Mike form. You can also sign up for the newsletter while you're there, which comes out every Friday. And finally, I have created a, a private Facebook group, which you can find over on the website. Just click on the button and I'll let you in. I thank you for joining me today. I hope you join my one-man band. And together, we can learn, create, and move forward. Cheers. Cheers.